Hello and welcome to the I Can Do podcast with Benjamin Lee. We're here to talk about tips and strategies to have an I Can Do mindset. Life is what you put into it. Get the most you can. Here's your host, Benjamin Lee. Hello and welcome to a new episode of I Can Do. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have people all around the world listening to this podcast. I am so grateful for each and every one of you, wherever you may be. Uh, we now have financial supporters supporting this podcast. Thank you so much. And today you are in for a treat because we have something new. We now have a sponsor for this podcast and you'll hear more about who our sponsor is. And I'm so excited that we have this sponsor here with us. And so I hope that you will continue to remain with the I Can Do podcast, continue to support this podcast, and please share it with others. So I want to share with you something that I just experienced. One of the things that I have learned about myself is that at times I can be a people pleaser. Now, on the surface, that sounds okay, right? Because we are supposed to hopefully please other people, right? We want to make people happy. We want to be an asset. We want to be able to have people enjoy being around us. However, there can be great danger being a people pleaser and always saying yes, always being concerned about what someone else may think, that can get us into a lot of trouble. In fact, I have had professional counseling, and that's been one of the things that I have talked about. And one of the things that I've learned about myself, one of the things that I've worked on a lot more the last few years. I'm thankful to God. I believe I've gotten better because ultimately I want to be pleasing to God. And this idea of trying to please everybody, trying to make everyone happy, more often or not, it can actually make things more challenging. So my wife is traveling, and um, we got a hotel booked for her. My name is on the hotel, and I have some points, and uh, I have a membership with the uh, with the hotel chain or subscription, whatever you call it. So I called just to double check to make sure that there won't be any problems when she checks in. They said, no, there won't be any problems at all. Her name is on there. Everything will be okay. I said, perfect. Then they said, would you like to hear about some promotions that we have where you can earn 500 extra points? There was a part of me that wanted to say no, but then there was another part of me, maybe this was the people-pleasing part, right, that said yes. So I said, yes, I will do that. So I got on the phone, and it was no cost, obviously. I asked, how long is this going to take? Because I have things to do, right? They said, it'll only take a few minutes. I said, okay. So I did all of that, and I'm going somewhere with this story. This individual that decided to pitch me on this new promotion, it actually sounded like a really great promotion, it was an interesting conversation. I learned a lot in this conversation about how taking some of these calls, more often or not, I say no to any kind of pitch. 
I say no to these kinds of promotions. I kind of know how they're already going to end. I'm not prepared. I'm not, I don't have my calendar. I'm not thinking about saying yes to something like this. But I have to tell you, it was a great exercise because it really reinforced a couple of key things to do that I think will be really important as you think about potentially overcoming being a a people pleaser and always having to say yes. And I want to share with you what those things are that I learned. I want to share with those things to you in just a moment. Today's show is sponsored by the Still Waters Counseling with Julie Adams. You need a counselor with life experience who cares for you. That person is certainly Julie Adams. Sometimes it helps to talk, to unload hurts with those who listen with empathy while sharing the same biblical moral frame of reference. It also helps to receive constructive suggestions that move towards solutions in a more positive journey. Life is hard, and some days it gets harder. You do not have to go on this journey alone. If you're in need, please reach out to Julie Adams with the Still Waters. That is S-T-I-L-L-WatersLife.com. StillWatersLife.com to set up an appointment. All right, so this conversation that I had with this gentleman who was pitching me this idea, there are some things that I learned that I think will help you as well when it comes to potentially overcoming being a people pleaser and just some simple things that you can do, whether it's on a phone call like this or whether it's in some kind of relationship or whatever the situation may be. Number one, listen. I listened to the gentleman. I listened to his pitch. I really allowed him to do most of the talking. I wanted to hear what he had to say, even though my main intention was still getting those points. Listening sometimes can be very hard to do. And it could be that in certain situations, maybe we should listen more. I think we always should listen, but really be intentional with our listening because maybe it is an opportunity that we actually want to move forward on. So take the time to really listen, really stay engaged. What was interesting was that when I eventually did say no, I think he felt that I wasn't listening or appreciating what he was saying. And so what I did, I rehearsed what he had shared before. And so he actually really appreciated that, even though I said no. So number one, listen. It could be that this is a situation or a situation for you that may be beneficial for you. But if nothing else, it will help the person's talking to understand that you were truly listening to what they were saying. Number two, be upfront and be clear. I told this gentleman after he got done with his pitch that I was only on the call to get 500 points for this hotel. I was very clear very concise. And my goal was not to beat around the bush. I didn't want to make this some drawn out discussion. I think sometimes when we find ourselves in these situations, I know I've been guilty of this as well. Being a people pleaser, you know, we kind of hop from point A to point B to to Z and all over the place. We're just not straight to the point and clear. This is what I want. This is not what I want. 
So for him, I said, this is why I'm here. I'm only here for the points. Now, that may not have made him feel well or good, but this is a business transaction. And sometimes being able to say no, sometimes we can be forced into buying something that we really don't want. And so I just said, no, this is why I'm here. So number two, be very clear and concise about what it is that you want, why you're here, what you're doing, whether that's a yes or a no. Number three, if you say no, and more often or not, that's probably what we may need to do. We don't have to give a 10-minute reason for saying no. Now, I was very clear with the gentleman why I was there, and I simply said no. There was a pause. There is a temptation for me to fill the void to make sure that he's okay. But that's not my responsibility, at least in this kind of setting. He was trying to sell me something. I'm the buyer. I gave him my answer. I told him why I was there. I was very upfront. He appreciated me being upfront. And then I said, no, I'm not interested in that. Now, this is where the guilt trip came up or came in, right? I'm sure you've seen this before. Sometimes family members can do this. Colleagues can do this. Neighbors can do this. And you know why they do it? Because they know that more often or not, you may be that person that will always say yes. So they're expecting you to say yes. And then when you say no, or if I say no, now they're shocked. And they may actually have to do it by themselves. So listen, be upfront, be concise, say no. And you don't have to give a 10-minute answer as to why you are saying no. So when he began to rehearse, well, can I, you know, probing questions, you know, can I ask you why? I said, oh, I already told you why a few minutes ago. I told you why I'm on this call. I told you my answer a few minutes ago. So I don't have to feel compelled to rehearse these answers over and over again because doing that, eventually I made it to say, you know what, I'll just go ahead and do it. So when you give your answer, you don't have to give a 10-minute explanation. Now, there may be certain situations where that's going to be appropriate, but more often or not, I, I just feel like at times we, you know, especially certain, you know, certain situations and relationships, why do we have to give like this 20-minute dissertation of why I'm not going to be able to make it to this event. No, but thank you. Those are three powerful words. I heard it on a podcast. No, but thank you. So in this entire phone call, I didn't scream. I did not belittle. I didn't make it try to make it sound like I was superior to him. I did. I was very firm. No. And then I just paused. I've given my answer. No. But thank you. I need to add that. I'll do that the next time. So listening. Truly listen to what someone has to say. It may be something you want. Be clear and concise. Be up front. Say no and be content with the word no. And if you need to add, but thank you. I think that's a really nice touch. 
You don't have to go into a long explanation of why you don't want to do whatever may be offered to you. So as I got off this phone call and talked to my wife, I said, you know what? That's a podcast right there because it it was actually an exercise of there is this pressure and it's so interesting. People know that there is a pressure. People know that many times it is hard for others to say no. It is hard for others not to eventually kind of cave after feeling a sense of guilt. And that's, there's a real skill with that. But I did tell him, I said, you know, I don't appreciate the fact that you're not honoring what I said to you a few moments ago. So it's okay to be direct and to the point and clear and concise. It's not what I want to do. No, but thank you. So, if you ever have struggled with this before, the next time you get one of those promotional calls, maybe you take it. Maybe you see. How do you feel? How does it feel to feel this pressure and to say no? And it's so fascinating because so many times it just, it almost feels easier to say yes. So there's no potential conflict or strain or stress or anything like that. But there is great value in saying no. Because the reality is there are things that you need to be doing and there are things that I need to be doing. And if we say yes to everything, then I think we're really ultimately saying no. We can't say yes to everything or to everybody or to every scenario or to every moment. But I think far too often we do that because we're afraid we're going to be missing out. We're afraid of what the other person may think. When in reality, they're probably just moving on with their day. And yet we're shackled with this guilt of, oh, I said no to them. Well, that's okay. And they'll be okay as well. Listen carefully. Be clear. Be concise with your answers. Be upfront. Be honest. Say no and say it in the right way. No, but thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. As I said at the beginning, a lot of exciting, great things that are taking place with the I Can Do podcast. I really appreciate your support and I look forward to providing you with even better episodes in the future, interviews with others that will encourage you and inspire you to have an I can do mentality. Take care. God bless. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you are in the need or looking for more motivation in your life, feel free to check out my website, benjaminlee.blog, where you can find hundreds of encouraging, motivational blog posts on a variety of subjects. You can find all of my books, which can also be found on amazon.com and other podcast interviews with a variety of people. I hope this helps. Please leave me a rating and a review. I can do and so can you. Take care and God bless. Thank you.